0: You are listening to episode six of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. This week, I'm joined by Natasha Thompson. She is the founder of Om Shanti Pups, a health, wellness, and lifestyle website for, you guessed it, dogs. Natasha and her husband rescued two street dogs while stationed in Puerto Rico, and she has since turned her love of dogs into a business. Now, even if you're not a dog lover, I really encourage you to stay tuned to this episode. Natasha is a prime example of how you can turn your passion into your paycheck. Plus, the stories of her rescue dogs is just something you don't want to miss. So tune in, turn it up, and let's go.
1: You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business and Life. Conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith.
0: Hey everyone, it's Lauren Smith and thanks for tuning in today. I can honestly say I didn't plan for this episode to fit into this week's schedule so perfectly, but it did. You see, I'm joined by Natasha Thompson and she is the founder of Om Shanti Pups and the creator of Active Dog Month. It also just so happens that this week, the last week of September, is also National Dog Week. Who knew? So if you have a pup at home, be sure to give them extra treats and love this week. Natasha and I met while working on behalf of Ford Motor Company's social media team. She was the go-to person on Facebook while I was on team Twitter. Shortly after we both left the company, Natasha joined me as my left-hand woman at Socially Tangled. And I say left-hand because she's left-handed and I'm right-handed, but in all seriousness, we balance each other extremely well. Tash has been an instrumental part of my business for the past six years, but now she's turned pages shifted her focus, and started something new. Natasha is a military wife and has moved from Florida to Puerto Rico and is now in Alaska.
1: Natasha, thanks for joining me today. Hey, everyone. It's so nice to be chatting with you, Lauren.
0: I know. Okay, so we just covered that you are the owner of Um Amshanti Pubs. What is that and what exactly do you guys do?
1: So basically, Om Shanti Pups is a website geared toward helping dog parents have the happiest, healthiest dogs. I aim to provide like all kinds of natural support and share some fun lifestyle things too.
0: Oh, I love that. So I covered um, in the intro that we used to work together at Ford, then you were my left hand woman for Socially Tangled. Wind-wing. So can you? Brain. Yeah, you're my twin brain for sure. Can you walk us through how you got to this point in your journey of um, Shanti Pups?
1: So the journey basically started when my husband and I were living in Puerto Rico with our then 12-year-old puppy, Ginger. And once we got there, I was completely taken aback by how massive the stray dog population is there and how prevalent animal abuse was. So when a box of puppies just happened to end up being dropped off in our neighborhood, we kind of had to rescue one of them. So that's how we got our Roxy. And she was a pretty easy puppy comparatively. (laughs) I mean, puppies are always tough, but she was fairly easy. So a few months later, my husband's coworker mentioned they also found a box of puppies on the side of the highway. And they were looking for foster families or adoptive families. So I told my husband that, you know what, if we want to foster, it's going to be like forever because I think we could use a third dog. Why not? (laughs) So sure enough, that brought Rico into our lives. And he was the biggest struggle puppy ever. He had so many issues. He had mange. He had separation anxiety. He was malnourished. So I started looking at like holistic therapies to try and help ease the transition for him and get him healthier. And along the way, I just started adding things to our routine. For example, he wasn't sleeping through the night. So when he wasn't sleeping, no one was sleeping. We started using cedarwood essential oil. Within three days of using it, he started sleeping through the night and I was sold. Wow. Wow.
0: Wow. He's almost like a newborn.
1: (laughs) Yes, it really was.
0: Oh my gosh. So, what other um, things did you find holistic care wise to help him?
1: So, well, basically, um, we we used lavender a lot for him. And then things definitely ramped up when Ginger got diagnosed with cancer on her leg at 14 years old. At that point, we moved to Alaska and we were still looking for a vet we trusted. The first vet we visited told us, oh, she's got cancer, just love her and put her down. And we knew she was not ready for that. So I started doing all kinds of research online. And every site that I went to, like no one had any of the information gathered. And the comment sections were filled with people just looking for help for their dogs. And I realized if I had all this information that I was using for Ginger, why couldn't I share it with the world? And it helped her so much. It kept her going for another nine months.
0: So, um, people who may have an older pet, I know you, you have resources on your website kind of catered to, I think all stages of a pet's life or a dog's life. What are the offerings that you currently have on your website?
1: My main focus is on a cancer plan because that's what we're using for Ginger. We're using things like turkey tail mushroom and all different kinds of herbs and supplements and frankincense oil to help her out. So I have a plan geared toward that, but I also offer things for dogs that are suffering, suffering from inflammation, um, new puppy care, and basic lifestyle things to make their life easier and more comfortable. I
0: know that you guys have, you know, you've adopted or rescued dogs. What do you think the importance is of adopting or fostering dogs?
1: Rescuing is unbelievably important because you are literally saving a life of these dogs. When we got to Puerto Rico, it was just mind boggling how many were running around and no one was really doing anything to help them. Once we got Rico, that brought us into our rescue family and we all became super close friends. My friend Anne actually introduced me to Giselle, the founder of OBRA, a dog rescue in Puerto Rico. And while we were there, we saved over 50 dogs the year we rescued Rico. And she's still, go- she's still going and saving as many dogs as she can. And what, fostering is vital because a lot of these shelters, they have nowhere to place these dogs. They don't actually have a physical shelter. It's just people that love dogs taking care of as many as they can. So if you can foster, that is a great way to help out a rescue.
0: So how, when you foster a dog, what are you, I mean, clearly you're in charge of their everyday care. Are you also in charge of, you know, like keeping them up to date on shots or like, how does that work?
1: Every rescue is different, but typically they cover pretty much everything. It's important to check with the rescue and find out exactly what your responsibilities will be with that particular rescue. But for example, when we had our foster dog, Buddy, he had heartworms. So he was at the vet pretty much constantly and we didn't have to pay for any of it all. Since I was working with the rescue, I would actually deliver him to the vet. And because he was also one of my favorite fosters ever. So I was very hands-on with him. Pick them up for you, drop them to the vet, take care of everything. Oh,
0: wow. How many dogs have you fostered?
1: Personally, we fostered Buddy for nine months, and then we've had sporadic puppies here and there, just real short term. But Buddy was the one that we had for a while because he he was so sick.
0: And then how are – I've just never fostered a dog, so I'm just like, I'm so – amazed by this concept so is the you know rescue actively looking for homes for them or is that placed on your shoulders
1: they are actively looking and a lot of the rescues actually do different events at like let's say petco they'll have weekly on saturdays they'll have a get together where they'll come take the dog pick him up from your house and then bring him to petco and try to have adoptive meet and greets basically and try to get so them out awesome. and really to get them socialized. That is
0: so cool. I didn't, I didn't realize that, you know, that was, I could, because I think my perception of it was, is when you're a foster parent, you're, you are a foster parent, foster. Oh, I guess you are, you're a foster parent to the fur baby. So yeah, you are a foster parent. Um, but you know, when you're fostering, you you're more responsible for the financial, but I guess that's not true. So that was that was a false perception of mine. I hear the doggies in the background. Um, yep. <laughs> so someone like me who is not in the position to have a dog, I am renting, so it's not within my lease. Um, what is something that I could do to aid a, a local animal shelter if adoption is not an option?
1: They are always, always in need of volunteers. You can go hang out with the dogs, clean, help clean kennels, help feed them, help socialize them, and get your fill of puppy snuggles while you're helping out. <laughs> they also have a constant need of necessary food, blankets, toys, supplies. Money is always good too because then they can put it where they need it for vet visits and, and things like that.
0: I love that. And I know on your website you have a whole page dedicated to products that you recommend. Um, so I feel like if someone like me who's not very educated on what you know dogs might like or need or what's the best option for them because you can walk down the grocery store aisle and be overwhelmed with pet food choices, I know that your blog is a really good place to get those resources. So anyone who is a pet owner, make sure you go over to umshantipups.com and check out Natasha's recommended products. Next, I wanted to go over a couple of things that you think that pet owners can do to ensure a happy, healthy life for their dogs. So can you give us just a, a couple, maybe three or five or however many you want to break down?
1: Perfect. One of the main things that we do for Roxy and Rico is brush their teeth. Now, that's something that's often overlooked and it can save you so much money. When a dog needs a dental cleaning, they have to actually go under the anesthesia, and that can add up. And it's also not ideal for many dogs to be going under just for teeth cleaning. Brushing their teeth, ideally daily, can help prevent that because it'll keep their teeth clean, and often they may not need a dental cleaning. At Roxy's recent vet visit, our dentist said he, knows, he doesn't see her ever needing one as long as we keep up with her teeth the way they are. Another
0: great tip is to feed. Before you go into (laughs) your next tip, I have one question. No, it's cool. Um, So, when you're brushing their teeth, are you
1: just using like a regular toothbrush or.? They actually make dog toothpaste that is specifically for them. It's important to not use human toothpaste because that can contain additives that may not be so good for them. And a lot of times it contains xylitol, which could be fatal for dogs. So, you definitely want to stick with a dog toothpaste. And you just. Put a little bit on their toothbrush and brush away. Most dogs adapt to it super quick and don't have a problem with it at all. Actually, as soon as I pull out the toothbrush, Roxy runs over and she's ready to go. My second tip is to feed them pumpkin. Now, I'm a huge pumpkin spice fan. I mean, don't judge. I live in Alaska. It's basically always fall. (laughs) But Plain, unspiced, canned pumpkin is actually awesome for dogs. Roxy is, she's a little bit of a thick girl. So we kind of have her on a bit of a diet and I give her two tablespoons of canned pumpkin and it helps keep her full. Now Rico is super thin with a crazy fast metabolism and they get fed the same amount generally. So I don't understand what that's about, but we give him some so he doesn't feel like he's starving to death with three meals. Plus it also has all kinds of vitamins and nutrients in it. So it's super helpful.
0: Awesome. All right. Hit us with tip number
1: three. All right. My third tip is to add fish oil to their food. It's a super easy addition. You just, you can buy it in pill form. If they'll take it, you can buy it in liquid form and just scoop a little, spoon a little onto their food and mix it in. And it provides so many nutrients, boosts the quality of their skin and coat and keeps them looking nice and shiny. And they love the taste.
0: Oh, that is awesome.
1: I'm pretty sure Rico knows what I'm talking about right now because he looked at me and licked his lips. <laughs> he really likes his <laughs> fish oil. He's like,
0: he's like, "Yeah, Mom, give me some of that." <laughs> I know what you're talking about. So, one last question I'm going to hit you with, and that is: through all of this, what's been your your biggest takeaway, or something that you would like listeners to know about the step of the journey of just. Findings, you know, finding your passion and and seeing that there's a need for something and just taking the step forward to actually do something about it.
1: So, about a year and a half ago, I was working with Lauren as a social media specialist and I was just getting tired and I was not fulfilled. And I happened to be sitting there with Ginger and I realized, you know, I need to do something, something needs to change. And at that same time was when she was going through her battle with cancer and it all just pulled together and everything in life has become so much better. I mean, everyone talks about how bad their Facebook feed is and how annoying it is. My Facebook feed is filled with puppies and dogs and other cute stuff. That alone has been a great benefit (laughs) of fighting my path.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that is. And it's so true. And I know like someone's listening, they're probably like, Oh, what you were you were working with Lauren and, and you were bored, but that definitely goes both ways. We were both just drained. We had managed, oh my gosh. I think if we put all the platforms together, it was definitely over a hundred over the yes. course of six years. And when you are constantly creating content and constantly you know, having to find content and being the voice of other brands across numerous platforms and like Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, Google Plus, Facebook, it, it drains on you. And uh, then you just, you start getting into that autopilot mode and you start feeling like a robot and it it got a little stagnant. It got stagnant for both of us. So that was actually the reason, um, we both kind of just were like, all right, we, we need to change. So for me, it's, I have like no greater happiness for you to know that you are now like on that journey of like, I found it. I'm going to run with it. I'm going to make this work because that just, it makes me so proud. Yay. (laughs) All right. So we know that everyone can go follow you on um, shantipups.com. And I should mention, I mentioned earlier that this week is National Dog Week, but October is, I want to say it right. I I have it written down somewhere, but it's National.
1: Adopt a Shelter Dog Month
0: adopt a shelter dog month. So I encourage you if you're able to, or if you're looking for a pet for your family to rescue or, and if you're able to foster an animal because they could all use loving homes. I know my kids really want pets. So finding a new house that allows me to have that is kind of a priority for us.
1: (laughs) And one thing people don't often know about fostering and rescue is that if they have a breed preference, like let's say you love Yorkies, there are often breed specific rescues that you can find that dog in. So you're getting your choice of a breed and you're helping save a life.
0: That is really smart. And that might be like a good way to test the waters too if you're not sure Absolutely. on which breed you want. Yeah, because they're also different. And I know their maintenance is different. Some don't have to get groomed. Some have to get groomed, mm-hmm. you know, continuously. And some have more health problems than others. So that is a great way to to educate yourself or to just get loving of your, your favorite breed.
1: Yes. And if you're not sure if you want to bring a pet long term, fostering is a great way to have a dog, but not actually have that full-time life commitment.
0: I like that. I think my kids would become way too bonded. We didn't ad- end up adopting the dog. <laughs> like, I just know that that would happen. <laughs> but I like, kids, yeah, that's a great option. I know a lot of people who foster and, and they're all just the best people, including you. Okay, so I also know that on your Instagram page, you are constantly giving tips for um, dog owners. Um, what is your Instagram account so we can have people go follow you?
1: You can find us on either Instagram or Twitter at Om Shanti Pups or on our website, OmShantiPups.com. dot com. We'll have the best tips for having healthy, happy, healthy dogs. You can see the ridiculously hilarious Roxy and very sweet little Ree. Now, if you haven't seen Roxy's antics while trying to get snuggles, like you've got to find us on Instagram. She is so funny.
0: Yeah, Roxy is, like, comical relief all the time. She is. She cracks us up. And her facial expressions and pictures. It's like, like you you can just tell she has, like, quite the personality.
1: She does. My parents recently came to visit, and she was in love with my dad. She got so excited, and every morning – she would get up and she'd go find her ball and then she'd go sit outside their door and wait until they came out of their room. And then as soon as he was out, she would whack him in the leg with her ball to get him to go play with her.
0: (laughs) Come on, man. We're playing.
1: (laughs) You're only here for me.
0: So, um, Natasha, (laughs) thanks for joining us today and shedding so much great light on not only on Shanti pups, but the importance of rescuing and fostering dogs they really do. I I don't know anyone who can't look at a dog and smile. So um, they really do light up your life. And if, if you're not a dog fan or dog lover, I really hope this episode helped encourage you to follow your passion no matter what it is. So thanks again, Natasha, for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks to our listeners for tuning in for another great episode. You can find direct links to Natasha's website and social channels on this week's episode notes found at mindbizlife.com. And I can finally say we're on Spotify. (laughs) If you're a Spotify lover like me, be sure to subscribe to the podcast through that outlet. And of course, your reviews on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and yes, now Spotify help others find this podcast and also provide valuable feedback for me on what you want to hear more of. Oh, and speaking of which, if you know someone who you think would be a great guest on the podcast, I would love for you to send them my way. I'm filling up my calendar, and I'd like to connect with new people who have a great message, story, or even business to share. You can direct them to mindbizlife.com. There's a new menu option called Be Our Guest. And yes, I have an incredibly hard time saying that phrase without wanting to break into the Be Our Guest song from Beauty and the Beast. Don't forget to join the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life Facebook group or follow along with me on Instagram and Twitter, both at MindBizLife. I'll see you next week. And until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.